What a blessing to come your way today at the beginning of our Don't Limit God conference. My name is Victor Akwajan and we are a missionary family serving here in Germany and in Europe as a whole. We are grateful for the privilege for you to join us today. You know, God is good. And it's a privilege to know him. Hallelujah. I want us to pray. Father, we are grateful for your faithfulness, for the privilege that you've given us to be your children. And I thank you that you speak through me to the heart of your children, to the souls, to the bodies, of your children that your spirit agreeing with your spirit will confirm your word with signs and wonders in their lives i thank you that as your word go forth there will be a lifting up where there have been a casting down there will be hope where there have been hopelessness there will be joy where joy have eluded people there will be hope and transformation by the power of your word. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. You know, on this special day, the very first day of our conference, I want to share with you the topic God has given to us. It is fate to finish. Fate to finish. Scripture defines faith according to Hebrews chapter number 11, verse 1. That faith is the substance of things hoped for and is the evidence of things not seen. So faith is like you go to a place, you buy a land. The land belongs to you. It's a big land. But you see, when you travel to a different city and you tell somebody, I have a land. And the person says, show me the evidence that you have the land. You don't have the physical land in a bag with you. But when you have the title deed of that land with you, it becomes an evidence that yes, as you are standing wherever you are standing, you do not carry those acres of land in a bottle, in a bag, in a box or something with you. But you carry the evidence that that land is yours. And you are confident about it. Why? Because you know it is bought and paid for and you are holding the original title deed that declares you as the owner of that land. If we can simplify the reality of faith as an evidence that something that God has said is yours, is really yours, we will begin to see through the simplicity 
of faith, the transformation of lives. Hallelujah. We begin to see through the simplicity of faith, the transformation of lives. May God cause you and I to come to that place where we walk in the simplicity of faith. Hallelujah. In the simplicity of faith. You know, let me share a story with you because we are talking about faith to finish. And Today, I'm sharing the subtopic, See the Victory. And I came across this story on the internet. And one Dr. Paul Brandt, he has a book entitled, In His Image. In this book, he wrote about his mother. And she said, he said, the mother was as the mother was 75 years old, he was still walking miles every day, visiting the villages in the southern part of India, teaching the people about Jesus. What will let a 70-year-old woman dedicate her life walking miles every day just to go and teach about Jesus Christ. The story goes on. At 75, she fell and broke her hip. After two days of just lying there in pain, some workers found her and put her in a makeshift court and loaded her into their jeep and drove 150 miles. That is almost 200 kilometers. Over deep rooted roads to find a doctor who could set the broken bones. But a very bumpy ride damaged her bones so badly that her hip never completely healed. So, Dr. Brand said in his book, I visited my mother in her mud covered hut at age 75 with a broken hip, unable to stand on her own two legs. I suggested that she retire. She turned around and looked at me and said, What value is that? If we try to preserve this body just a few more years and it is not being used for God. Of what value is that? So she kept on walking and working. She kept on riding her donkey to villages until she was 93 years old. At age 93, she couldn't stay on her donkey anymore. She kept falling off. But she didn't stop preaching. Indian men will carry her in hammocks from one village to another and she continued to f to tell people about Jesus Christ until she died at age 95 think about the story carefully and let me read 
what scripture says about Jesus Christ, our Lord. According to Hebrews chapter number 12, I'll read a verse number 1 and 2 quickly. He said, therefore, since we are surrounded by a great, by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. Looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. If you think carefully about what we just read here, as an encouragement for those of us who identify ourselves to be believers in the Lord Jesus Christ, as a people of faith, we are being called by God for a particular purpose. Everyone, saved and unsaved, we are all not an accident on earth. We are all valuable in his hands. And God have good plans, good, wonderful hope and future for you, wherever you are listening to me. I don't know what your physical situation is, but there is a woman that left her home and traveled to a foreign land and stayed there, and at the age of 75, he, she knew the race that was set before her. And the Bible is telling us in the verse number one that we should run with endurance the race that is set before us. And I'm sure you will agree with me, the woman did just that. She identified her race, and she ran with endurance. Was it easy? No. Could she have just quit and given up? Yes, she could have done that. But she had a race, a clear definition of what it means to be surrounded to the race that God have called her in. That she said, what is the use? If I live a few more years just trying to preserve my bodies, my body, and I'm not using it for the purpose of God. Very important. I don't want us to get a false picture that we have to do something in order to convince God to bless us, in order to convince God to do something for us. No, that is not a picture here. But the picture is once you are saved, once you have faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, he leads you, he guides you, and what he puts on your heart, it is time that you begin to set it before you. The woman had a clear picture. That is what God has set before me to preach Jesus to the lost in Southern India. And she kept it before her. When she had physical limitations that could have limited her, she kept going. She fell down, broke her lip, went through pain. The bones were so broken that they could not be held. Nothing is said in the book that she ever got fully healed. But her eyes were on Jesus. And as long as her eyes were on Jesus... She could not stop. 
having compassion for the lost. She could not stop. And she could not stop just looking at her own situation and being so sad about it that she could not go out to show the love of God to others. Between 75 and 95 is 20 years. She had the situation that she had every right within the 20 years to stop, but she kept running the race. Fate sees the victory. What will motivate you? What will quicken you to run the race God has set before you? Fate is what gives you the evidence that there is a land, there is a promise, there is something God has set for humanity. And if I see that this is what God has called me to do, if I identify my race, oh, I'm not going to lie down in laziness. I'm not going to lie down in pityness. I'm not going to lie down and complain. I'm not going to lie down and, and, and begin to ask myself, why have this battle come to me? Why have the devil attacked me this way? Why have this pain showed up in my life? I'm going to set my eyes on Jesus. If you are going to run the race that is set before you. There are different things that here, but today I want you to get the first key. The victory is in setting your eyes on Jesus. Hallelujah. So make a decision today. Every day you are alive, God have a wonderful, glorious, marvelous plan for your life. If it means that God lays on your heart, I get up today and sit in my presence in worship, in the studying of the word, in praying. Hallelujah. Make it a priority and do it. What vision do you have for your life? What story do you listen about your life? Is your vision for your life the same as God's vision for your life? Why? Or why not? Ask yourself today, how are you running your race? Have you identified it? Are you committed to it? Are you setting Jesus before you? Because if you look at men, if you look at who respond, if you look at who does not respond, if you look at the attacks of the enemy, if you look at how the enemy attacks in different forms and different ways, if you look at the pain in your body that you experience sometimes because the enemy shot arrows against you in whatever form or nature, I came today to tell you, see the victory. And do not give up. Jesus, he saw the joy. The Bible says that if one soul repent, if one soul is saved, heaven rejoices. And Jesus saw that joy, the joy of one soul being saved. And he was propelled by that joy to run his race. Be pre propelled by the joy <laughs> that the Lord set in your heart. To run your race and do what he has called you to do today and every day. The walk of faith is a daily step. The walk of faith is a walk with a vision. The walk of faith is seeing what God has set before you. Now, 
For us to pray, let's read what scripture tells us from the book of Ephesians. Chapter number 1. I'll just read the verse number 18 quickly. The prayer of Paul. He said, having the eyes of your heart enlightened, that you may know what is the hope to which he has called you. What are the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saint? So, pray that God will help you. He will open the eyes of your heart. He will enlighten the eyes of your heart. Hallelujah. So that you will know the hope of his calling. And I'm telling you that when it becomes clear to us, hallelujah, oh Jesus, we become a people of faith who have the victory set before us. Do you see that healing that it is there? Do you see yourself? Do you see yourself dancing and praising and worshiping and testifying? Hallelujah. Are you holding on to the evidence? Do you know the land is yours? Do you know the healing is yours? Do you know the forgiveness of sins is yours? Do you know the healing from bitterness is yours? Hallelujah. Do you know it? Do you have your evidence? Hallelujah. Hold on to it. Pray that the eyes of your heart be opened. Precious Lord, I thank you for loving us, for caring for us, for saving us. I pray for everyone that is listening to me. Father, enlighten the eyes of our hearts mm. with your vision that you have set before us so that we can see clearly and so that we can run by faith the race that is set before us looking unto Jesus, not unto men but unto Jesus. Help us, Lord.